Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I'm your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and Mad Balls have changed my life! Okay, they haven't really, but if you know from following me on Facebook as Elphantasmus, or Instagram, or Twitter as Phantom Troublemaker, or Phantom Troublemaker, respectively, Mad Balls have been hitting in a big way lately. Three different companies are making Madballs products, possibly more to come. There's just a huge initiative right now pushing Madballs. And the awesome thing is, uh, as a 40-year-old collector, I have things that are aimed at me, like Mondo's Minel, uh, Min- Mondo's Minel Vadballs. Now I'm a Dracula talking about Madballs. Mondo's Vinyl Madballs. And uh, Kid Robots, uh, also vinyl mad balls and keychains and other little collectible things, or massive collectible things. They're $50 mad balls, which, by the way, if you were wondering what the line is for the amount of money I would spend on a single mad ball, $50 is over it. I think Kid Robots, uh, they're, they're calling them medium mad balls, so holy shit, I can't even imagine what a large would be. Uh, but the medium ones are. They look to be they're, they're they've got to be bigger than Mondo's. They have to be. Kid Robot's not very good about defining uh, dimensions, though. Uh, which, from buying their blind box uh, vinyl minifigures that I thought were going to end up being standard Madball size, but are smaller. Um, it, it, there, there's a lot to be desired from Kid Robot's descriptions. But I will tell you this: their vinyl blind boxed mini mad balls that retail for about 9.99 each are just a bit bigger well they're they're a good a good bit bigger than a golf ball not as big as a tennis ball uh they're about they're you, you can cradle them in your hand perfectly if your hand is exactly the same size as my hand so there you go i am no better at defining size than kid robot is but anyway Kid Robot's got collector stuff. Mondo's got collector stuff. But to me, the most exciting thing is that Just Play is actually launching a whole line of toys for kids. New designs of the traditional characters. It's hitting Target, Toys R Us, Walmart. I've only found them at Target so far. But the great thing about it is that I've been toy hunting again because... Uh, they haven't shown up online, so I've been driving around to Targets and Walmarts and Toys R Uses looking for Mad Balls, and it's been so much fun. And as of right, and my son loves them too; like he has gotten into them. And I will admit that there may be a small portion of that that is me getting him into them. I, I may be projecting some of my enthusiasm onto him, but he has been super stoked anytime I've given him some Mad Balls, and he's gotten a, a few different kinds. But mainly the Just Play ones seem to be the ones that he's most excited about, which is why he has four of those and I only have three. Because as of right now, the first shipments of the standard Mad Ball, which is baseball-sized uh, Mad Balls, were Dustbrain, Oculus Orbis, Skullface, and Screamin' Mimi. 
just those four. But Slobulus and Hornhead are also in the assortment. They just haven't shipped yet. And they should be hitting really now. So start keeping an eye out for those. But he has all four that are out now. I don't have Screaming Mimi because, one, I only found one Screaming Mimi, and it was one that he had said, oh, that one's awesome, I want that one. And two, uh, it's a baseball, and I hate baseball. So I, I may not even get a Screaming Mimi. I, I may just pass that one. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. With as many different Mad Balls as there are to buy, it certainly wouldn't be a bad thing if I did not actually buy them all. Okay, so Mad Balls have been an absolutely great time. I've had a blast driving around looking for them. I didn't go anywhere yesterday or today to look for Mad Balls because today I had to record this podcast, and it I go back to work tomorrow, so it's family time. And yesterday I had an appointment with some folks from a convention you know oh so well, Joe Lanta and the Great Atlanta Toy Convention. That's right. It's right around the corner, and I'm going to tell you guys some stuff about it right now because this year it is March uh, 11th and 12th, and it's only 10 bucks a day, and it is the best toy show I have ever been to. And now they've got programming, which you know uh, because I'm part of it. I will be doing a panel uh, on the 12th, which is a Sunday at 2 p.m. It's going to be a Toy Stories panel, but we're doing something a little different this year that I'll get into more detail later on as we get closer to Joe Lanta, because I am going to have some of the guys that put Joe Lanta together on the show. Uh, I might do little mini segments with each of them, but there are a number of guys that are fascinating to talk to that I'm pretty stoked about doing a, a little different Joe Lanta show this year. So, Joe Lanta, 11th and 12th at the Marriott Century Center in Atlanta. You can go to joelanta.org to find out everything you need to know. But it is a great, great time. If you're a toy fan, uh, if you're into cosplay, they're really pushing the cosplay element now. They want to turn this into more than just a toy show. And they already have, but each year... It's changing and getting bigger while still focusing on the toy element. That will never go away because everybody involved with this show is a toy person. So you don't ever have to worry about the toy element uh, shrinking or or going away in any way. It's always going to be there. They're just adding on to that. So I'm very excited to be working with these guys. Go to joelanta.org. And check it out. It, it's an awesome time. And uh, you can also go on there and check out the panels that are going to be there, including the Needless Things Toy Stories panel. Uh, they've got panels with a few guests. They've got somebody from Walking Dead this year. There's a Mark's Toys panel. Uh, there's a Transformers panel. There, Larry Hama will be there. Just all kinds of cool stuff going on. So check it out jolanta.org and also while you're on the internet stop by needlessthingssite.com and click on that big old amazon link that i tell you about each and every week and buy some stuff from amazon through that link and help out needless things that's right you go in you buy whatever you want and it doesn't have to be the things that are pictured in the link on needlessthingssite.com it can be whatever and every single purchase you make through that link 
gives needless things a little kickback, a little a little taste of the sugar, but it doesn't cost you any extra money. That's the thing I want to be clearest about and make sure everybody understands it doesn't cost you extra to help out needless things in this way. One way that will cost you extra is going to supportphantom.com, checking out the bonus features there, and for a dollar a month, you can have access to all kinds of extra goodies on uh, supportphantom.com. So go and check that out. And this week, we have a needless commentary on the Ice Pirates with our usual crowd and our special guest, R.T. Yule, who used to write for needlessthingssite.com before his life got infinitely busier. But we appreciate Rich stopping by the Phantom Zone all the way from Tennessee. And we had a great time talking about the Ice Pirates. So if you have not yet ordered your copy of the Ice Pirates, you can go to needlessthingssite.com, click on the Amazon link, and order your DVD of the Ice Pirates because it's not on Blu-ray yet. So sit down, put in your DVD copy of the Ice Pirates, and listen along as the Needless Things Irregulars uh, talk like idiots over a movie. Enjoy. from the Phantom Zone, we're going to be watching Ice Pirates, so now is the time to put in your DVD, because unbelievably, Shout Factory hasn't jumped on putting out a Blu-ray of this thing, and uh, follow along as we watch Ice Pirates. So, joining me today are our usual crew of Ryan Cadaver. What's up? How's it going? Red Ranger. Hello. Arian. What's up? And our special guest here in Georgia... Mr. R.T. Yule, who you may have read on Needless Things. Welcome. How are you doing, Rich? Good, man. All the way from Tennessee. That's right. Came down for a Ring of Honor show, and we managed to hook up not only this, but a future episode of uh, Bearded Cat's Beardical Beardcast, with Ryan. which will be very exciting. Now, there's a, there's a little... Yes, with Ryan. There's a little bit of a story here. We're watching Ice Pirates because my thinking was... This is our January film. What's something that would be good for January? Oh, ice. I, it's cold in January, right? Sure. So right. ice pirates. It makes sense. Yeah. Except that it's like 72 degrees out today because we live in Georgia and the weather is stupid. Yeah. I mean, we had snowpocalypse. I, I blame Al yeah. Gore because Al Gore's fat. One week ago, <laughs> it was 27 degrees here, and I was sequestered in a hotel due to ice, and now it's 72 degrees. But I have here uh, a box of Kleenex. Not because uh, this movie is so emotionally touching, but because everybody's probably got colds from the ridiculous fucking climate changes that we've been going through. So if everybody, anybody needs a Kleenex, uh, I would rather use that than sniffle your way through the commentary. Uh, I remember this movie from when I was a kid. It's one of my HBO movies, which is, uh, if you had HBO in the early 80s, they would have 10 or 12 movies that they showed you know, for months like, that's what would be on. Yeah. Flash Gordon, Swamp Thing, uh, and Ice Pirates was one of those movies. So I watched it a bunch of times when I was a kid, and it's, it just, just to get you guys that are listening off on the right foot here, it is a comedy. 
don't don't watch the first what fifteen? How, how long does it take to to really uh, start? Oh, I joke. get what this is. No, like it takes like three minutes because like literally as soon as they board the other ship, we we encounter we encounter she toilet. Yeah, humor. you're right. When you're I say right. toilet humor, I mean literal toilet humor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although the inclusion of Bruce Blanche and his name popping up should give it away. Credit, yeah. Should give yeah. it away. This is amusing because <laughs> of the high def th- uh, upgrade. Yeah. You can actually see that ship moving. Well, this is standard def. This is uh, this is just DVD. Yeah. Because, like I said, they haven't oh, done a Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, it's true. So they haven't done a Blu-ray. But just uh, putting it, it on a high-definition But the television. HD picture, yeah, yeah. Is, is betraying the squares around the ships. But I, I'm sure someday uh, they'll go back and do a special edition of Ice Pirates where they, you know, add scenes back in yeah. and do some CGI there's, space herpes. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a demand I hope that's happening. <laughs> I want that. A prequel. So I really want to see the detail on their chainmail outfits. I definitely want to see that. I want a gallery of a, like a still image gallery of of the original concept drawings of these costumes because they're all awesome. Now, out of everybody sitting here, you know, I saw this when I was a kid. Rich, had you seen this before? I never even heard of it. So our first run through, because for listeners, how we do things is we watch the movie uh, and then turn the sound off and watch it again and record our commentary. Uh, so, Rich, that was your first time. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Yeah, it's, it's my first time. I've heard about it for years, um, and I have low expectations. <laughs> Honestly, I was pretty blown away. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, were you, you were... even alive when this came out? No. Uh, no. This was no. 80, 84. 84. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ranger, what about you? Uh, much like you, this was just because it was regularly on HBO. I feel like right. this was one in Clash of the Titans. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I, I thought Clash just... of the Titans on TBS all the time. Yeah. Um, is that the one with Sam Worthington? Wrong Clash of the Titans, <laughs> young man. Can you stop that. I, I, I was so used to seeing Clash of the Titans on TBS yeah. that I bought the DVD. I was very excited about showing it to my t- son, and I'd totally forgotten that the first 20 minutes of the movie are all titties running around yeah. on oh, the beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because right. I saw it on TBS, <laughs> yeah. and I had no idea. Well, so and Turner protected your young eyes from that. That's right. <laughs> but the weird thing is, Beastmaster... Uh, which would show at 2 a.m. on TBS all the time. The titties, okay. she, when she goes in the, the pond. We need to do Beastmaster oh, sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, titties in the pond on TBS at 2 uh, in the morning. That's 2 in the morning. But, uh, well, I actually thought this movie had had a lot more titties. It did, doesn't have any titties. Well, it seems it's a titty-free with film. the nature of the movie, with it being, you know, the 80s and, and just the, the comedy with, with a little bit of raunch in it, yeah. you'd Pirates, think it Pirates would be space. loaded yeah. Yeah. with titties. The kind but, of I mean, it has to be Look at Houston, yeah, and a scantily clad, weird, skinny leg nose alien. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think the alien design and the costume design and like the vehicles in this are badass. Like there needs to be figures. Well, that's the thing is we we sat and watched it through the first time. Which, by the way, Arian, had you seen? Yeah, it? I had never seen it before. Oh, what a treat for you then! <laughs> uh, Can we just point out that that toilet seat is very just right, like? This will be a recurring theme, but there's a lot of just shit from the regular 80s. stuff like, that yeah, shows up yeah, yeah. in the far future. In the middle of your your exotic space locale, it's a clipboard, <laughs> right? <laughs> or a ladder. But I like something we we kind of didn't talk about the first time through because amazingly. Uh, they only focus on a couple of them, but like the alien design, like Ryan was saying, is awesome. Oh yeah, like the makeup looks great. It's some really weird, creative stuff. It's not, you know, you watch a lot of movies from this time period that uh, let's not knock my drink over. Um, that make me sad because one, I'd have to clean up my drink, and two, I wouldn't have any more drink. Um, but 
a lot of movies that came out in the wake of Star Wars tended to feature like knockoff Star Wars aliens. Oh, yeah. Some of them to the extent that they were reusing like Cantina alien masks and stuff, yeah. just repainted. But in this, there's some the interesting there's, different yeah. designs. The space, the space made. Yeah, space maid. Just was, wearing her regular ass maid dressed, outfit. Dressed like every other That's maid. That's what's cool is, is because they took a lot of aspects from different time periods and put it all into this movie and they don't really over explain anything. Yeah, like, they, they just don't do explain it. how this galaxy, like, you know, how, was, was there an Earth? Uh, you know, they don't really explain much of, of any of the background on this, but it, it all works. Well, and, and, different. and that's the thing with any kind of like genre movie, whether it's science fiction or fantasy, what a lot of filmmakers don't seem to understand is if you just put it out there, yeah, you, the people go with it. Like if you create an atmosphere of this is how things are, just go with it, you can get away with so much more without yeah. having to say, okay, so in the year 2048, water started evaporating and there was this guy named yeah. Duke awesomeness who started to take over the galaxy and then the war ha- just shut up just yeah, give just, me give me crazy 1980s pirates and medieval armor with sword fucking swords yeah. in space yeah. and yeah. the swords I think are only because they did not have the budget for lightsabers yeah well, yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure. this, they very much said you know Star Wars kind of got got away with being a space western pirate mashup thing these guys were just way more literal. Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. They were like, we, let's not, uh, you know, we don't need to go to all the trouble to design these exotic galaxy far away fashions. Let's just slap some chain mail on over some unexplained space wrist Templars. armor things. Yeah. Look, space Templars. Space Templars look shockingly like real Templars. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, the special effects makeup. Uh, artists on this actually went on to do, according to the IMDb's. Oh, here we go. Did some work on uh, <laughs> yeah, worked on Lost, Van Helsing, Terminator Two, Terminator Three, The Scorpion King. He was the key makeup artist. So yikes! Um, how there, the there are some Couple real turds in there. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying he's been very prolific after this. I mean, Beverly Hills Nine or Two and O. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and let's let's all take a moment to acknowledge young Ron Perlman. This is true. Yeah, right. Who does not look like a giant? No. He just looks like a normal size. Well, apparently, dude. Robert Urich is like six five or something. Yeah, it's weird because we it was pointed out before we started watching the, on the menu. You have uh, Robert Urich and Mary Crosby and Ron Perlman. While Ron Perlman is very much like a tertiary character. Yeah, he only but, has a couple. But because, that, like he's just because he became more famous than most of the people in this movie, they yeah. threw him up on the DVD <laughs> menu. Because they're like, well, people, well, he's on the cover as well. People love Hellboy. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Ron Perlman guy in Sons of Anarchy. Let's, let's uh, do yeah. this. Beauty and the Beast. And he's not playing Clay in this movie, so that's good. And it's, and I, I feel like, uh, Mary Crosby, was on there instead of Angelica there's Houston. Nice there's your regular like ass ladder. ladder. <laughs> it looks Not so even awesome. a space ladder. It's awesome. It's still got the label on the side and everything. Like they couldn't even paint it. You, <laughs> like, you know, could paint it black or something. Make yeah. it look at least a little spacey. Glue some batteries to it or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can't decide. I'm just do I, that stuff now. I yeah. feel like Jason was just wearing, wearing very large boots because yeah. he just had his toes, the toe of his boot cut off. He said, I just stole those. Right, I just yeah. stole those. And that would not be your reaction if your toes had just been cut off. Yeah. Unless he stole somebody's toes. 
Maybe. <laughs> Which I who knows? He, I, think well, pirates. Some, I think he stole some boots that were just too large for him. There, there's a lot of disembodiment in this movie. Well, and Ron Roman, here we go. Yeah, he gets his hand chopped off. And how fake was that hand? I didn't oh, notice yeah. it the first time, oh, but when he... Exceedingly fake. Well, his from elbow... To fingertip was about twice as long as it should have been. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you he's going to lose a hand. And these robots are awesome yeah. too. Let's they give, look bad. Let's ass. give some props to the like, design. I feel like the... Ice Pirates didn't get enough credits for credit for inventing battle bots. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah because they really do. They look like Rock'em Sock'em robots. Like, they took Rock'em Sock'em robots to a whole other level, and they're like, now let's give them axes and swords. Well, and the thing is, this is a very different robot design. Like, obviously, they had to fit people inside of these robot suits, yeah. but they're, they're bulky. Like, there was no attempt to make them look sleek or cool. Like, they look like war machines. Yes. Yeah. Like, they look like they were built they're, to fight. Yep. Get him, Buford. This is Buford, the yep. little mini robot who's kicking the uh, the evil Templar robot's ass. They do that odd speeding up the footage thing yeah. a lot, and you can tell looking at him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Roscoe's really kind of awkward, giving it away there. Yeah, you, you can see yeah. the lights through that one. Weird editing. Uh, not weird, just poor. <laughs> yeah, he tries harder. <laughs> <laughs> little guys try harder, and then and then here we go. Nice, yeah. yeah robot that, got excellent mo- moment where suck ass tries to step in and take some credit. I work with a lot of people like that. <laughs> Once the job is done, they stand yeah, over yeah. proudly. Yeah, yeah. I did this. I was, I was, I was around when this happened. So, Rich, with this being your first time uh, with Ice Pirates, what was uh, what what stood out to you? Like as we were, because you missed the fir- just. Well, you came in while the credits were still rolling. Yeah, I didn't miss much. So in these opening minutes, like what was your what was your thought process? What was what was occurring to you? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was happening. I don't think I thought it was a comedy. I thought it was a serious movie going into it that was just funny because it was right, bad. Right. But knowing that it's a comedy makes it actually good. I don't even, I mean, I guess because I've been recently watching so many really bad movies, I don't even consider this bad. Like, I think it's pretty well done. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, like, there, obviously there's some things like the, the, the ladder hand. that the are ladder, a little, yeah. but while the hand is more, I mean, any 80s movie yeah. where you lose a hand, that's kind of what it's going to look the, like. The, everyone looks like that, even like super serious horror films. So when, when you discount, are they watching Rollerball in the background? Probably. I think, yes. That's, is it? Yes, it looks like. Or at least it's Roller Derby. I right, don't know if right. It's actually, the Rollerball movie. Well, either way, good eye. There, there is some, like, and that's the thing is like a shit movie would have just had like the screens would have had numbers on them or something. Yeah, right. but they actually yeah. put the time into either lifting footage or filming. Who knows, filming whatever that was. Yeah, well, look at all the design. You can tell this movie has a lot of heart. Yeah, like they they really cared about this movie. So. Well, like and they have those in Amsterdam, by the way. They're little oh, the windows. Servo mats yeah, they're, yeah, they're little windows, and you just put in change, and you just grab like hot food out of it. Well, I mean, though, they had those here in like the fifties. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> like know. you, you'd go into these cafes, and yeah. the whole, all the whole oh, wall yeah, yeah. would be that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you you put in your, I don't know why that went away. That's interesting. That's another episode. It's pretty yeah. awesome, except for I couldn't read anything on the menu, so I didn't know what anything was. So it was kind Frog. of risky. It was like Russian roulette with food. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to end up with frog legs. I've had them in their bed. Ooh. So Rich, you're basically just a little disoriented initially. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yes. Throughout the movie, really. <laughs> I think that's, that's fair. 
Well, so apparently, according to IMDb, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Look, Arian did this all during Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but I just said like interesting, stupid facts. Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, the, the apparently the original budget was twenty million, and they wanted it to be a serious sci-fi film. Really? But, but MGM cut the budget down to eight million and had it rewritten as a comedy. The one case where the studio made the right call. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it would not have been good if they tried to right. make it good. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I can't imagine serious. this playing well if they were they were trying to. Because I mean, even with twelve million more dollars in the time period, how much more could you have done with this concept? Because again, you have to compete with Star Wars, which. There are yeah, movies that come out now that don't achieve. I want to say that like Dune was made around the same time, and Dune had a budget of I want to say like twenty five million, which not a lot of it was spent on wardrobe because the Sardaukar were basically wearing trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, it was Rollerball. That is also in the nice. Yeah, well, nice. Is the director affiliated with Rollerball or anything? It's probably uh, just owned say. by the studio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob the robot is being abused here. It's very sad. Rob, yeah, this security robot, robot, like it's it's an awesome design, not as awesomely designed as Angelica Houston's ass, but still, yeah, dude, yeah. pretty cool design. And her barbed wire shoulder pads. This, right. I, again, I feel like Lady Gaga just watched all of this and said to her costume director, "That's this is it." And yeah. was like, dress me like Angelica Houston. I think if you guys play that wasteland. Thing again. I, I actually said Ice that. Pirates yeah. is totally where you need to go with it. Uh, yeah, when we took a break, I was telling Sean that. I was like, I need to just watch this and take notes. <laughs> and did he just take her because he liked her? Like she was pretty? I, yes. I, I, yes. He was like, I like yes. her. Yes. I mean, yeah. like he was, she, and, well, she seemed fine laying there. And like, he's, a, he's a pirate. So, I mean, because you got to keep in mind, technically, they are bad guys. They're stealing. Yeah. Uh, so he's a pirate stealing a winch. I mean that's that's what's up, and True. also with the idea that they're going to ransom her and make yeah. money off of her. Like, yeah. You know, they they went up all out with the pirate conceit, which is another aspect why I think this is a good story. Is it once again, you know, just just like Han Solo, it's the criminals that kind of redeem themselves, and the, the you know the bad guys with a heart of gold. Yes. The yeah. lovable scoundrel. Because at the beginning of the movie, they are. They're, they're, you know, technically, even though you can look at this guy and see that he is clearly a villain, I mean, there's no... That guy's not the hero no of any scenario. Pads. <laughs> no one wears shoulder pads like that and isn't a villain. And, well, and that much but red and gold. the heavyweight champion of whatever galaxy they're in, based <laughs> on that belt. But, uh, you know, for, from... With a fresh perspective... Can you get a promo? These are the good guys. Like, this is the government. They're, they, they're stealing. Is this kind of a proto-Guardians of the Galaxy? No. 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 But it did influence the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series. It did. The Bruce designs Tim. did. Bruce Tim totally yeah. about that. Yeah. John Matusak is grouped. <laughs> it amused me that uh, you, you're actually, you know John Matusak. Because I didn't, I, I didn't know the name at all. I don't know why I know John Mc. I think because, well, apparently he was Sloth in the Goonies. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. But he was this random football player that showed up and everything, and my dad is a huge football guy. And so, like, if John Matusak would be on something, my dad would oh, be like, oh, yeah, right. John Matusak. Oh, okay, okay. And, like, start talking sports, and I would check out. Okay. Um, 
Well, he, he, hasn't like even, he hasn't even showed up yet. I just realized that. So. And he's actually fairly entertaining in this. Yeah, like, he's he's, his comedy jobs are about on par with everybody else. But we'll get to that in a minute, because he hasn't showed up yet. What That's we true. need to talk about is the bird claw on Angelica Houston's forehead and yeah. the the recurring bird theme right. uh, that, that she carries throughout the movie. How do you feel about the bird theme, Red Ranger? I feel like she's doing that to make sure that I would never hit on her. Because I, I would come around and everything would shut down I, because it's all well, birds. Don't let it get out that a little bird decor will turn you off because every lady in Georgia will be sporting <laughs> eagle t-shirts. <laughs> well, I live in Winder, so they have you, all have you got your have you got your ranger repellent on tonight? <laughs> yeah, I got some feather earrings like Mr. T. Okay, yeah. let's go to the club. All right, we go out now. Rad Ranger will leave us alone because his brain melts around anything. Brain. And, and her parrot sales have increased ten thousand. <laughs> okay, ladies, now let's let's remember what do we do if our shirts and our earrings don't work? Although very good. In my defense, my favorite show is we when we were down at Disney. I talked about is the bird show. Yeah, the tiki room. Working, well, the tiki room is one of them, but also oh, the actual oh. bird show. See, I, when we went Flights into the, of wonder. when we went into the tiki room, I was like, man, he would not be able to handle this. Cause even <laughs> I, who don't have any bird issues, like when they start dropping out of the ceiling, it's like, man, that's a lot of birds. Yeah. So yeah. that's a lot of, uh, Very loud. like five nights at Freddy's in the tiki room it, is something that really should happen. It's my ADD, think. so I can keep up with it. It's, uh, the pacing works. Oh, I gotcha. It, right, because if it was just one bird consistently it would going off, you'd yeah. have problems. Yeah. But since it's constantly, and the, plus you have the plants and shit. Exactly. And, and let me just tell you, there's nothing creepier than a broken animatronic. No. Because right. the singing plants in the tiki room, the one on the left side from where we were sitting was missing the top of its head. Oh, so it was just God. sitting there doing this. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, listeners, you can't see this, but you can imagine a frantic, like, Venus flytrap with just a bottom jaw and a tongue just flapping. Ugh. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> creepy. Like a decapitated little shop of horror. All right, so the bad guy has just murdered one of our pirate bros. Not Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, Not Kurt Russell. I, and we, Not Grizzly Adams. We got past the part where the ship split off into three pieces, which was fucking badass. Yeah, it was badass. Like, There's a lot of badass shit. Yeah, they've got, like, at this point, we hadn't even seen the Enterprise split. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was a plan in the original show, but they never did it. But here, we hadn't seen the next generation, which for me is one of the big nerd chill moments of my life. The first time the saucer section separated. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. But here, Ice Pirates are doing it first, splitting their ship up into three parts. And unfortunately, uh, Jason and Roscoe totally got busted and their pal got murdered. And yeah. now they're in a cage with Ranger. John Matusak. John Matusak. Who looks like a Matusak. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Everything about that guy. He just pulled a gold chain out of his crotch. Well, you know, where else are you going to keep He's going to trade it for some soup. He, Rob, Rob Liefeld didn't design him, so he didn't have a bunch of pouches. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> And the like, movie, that was really low-hanging fruit. I apologize. The, the, that's true. Normally, that that was like my Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, exactly. That Can was, you imagine that was bad like stuff. what would happen if Rob Rob Liefeld and uh, Zack Snyder teamed up? <laughs> they might. Rob Liefeld just got yep. uh, Extreme Universe sold. Misery Pouch, the movie. <laughs> 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 Where no one has any feet. Dude, I, then, would, I would hate watch that so hard. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> even I might go into that one a, a little uh, yeah. less than optimistic. 
this guy's fantastic, and I'm bummed that we don't ever see him again. Yeah, he's only yeah. Look at this quality crazy face. Oh, we missed the quality crazy face. No, no, no. No, it's, it's coming up. Coming oh, up. is it? It's yeah. coming up. Yeah. No, I think he already... Because look. No. No. Is it's his response to this? Yeah. I get you. Oh, there it is. I want that tattooed on me. I feel like... neck. Not I really. want that facial hair. That's sweet. Right? Yeah, that's He's pretty good. He's got the full-on uh, uh, Burnside Triple H. Triple H, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is it Triple H now and not Lemmy? Oh. oh. Sad times we live in, truly. That's because Ryan's young. Okay, let's not overlook the fact that John Matusak, with a straight face and with little emphasis, just said, lobotomized and castrated. So that's what our heroes are headed for. That's their current fate. Except for the monk guy here, who's monking pretty hard in the corner. The movie, in a, in a minute, will take a weird turn, where up till now it's kind of like space pirates, and then it goes, for a little bit, it goes into this weird dystopian future thing, where the colors get much brighter, everybody's wearing white... Well, that's the point, it's though. It's mechanical. I mean, it, it is, blends smoothly. But. Well, no, no. The point is, they're going to Mithra, which is the capital planet of the galaxy, where right. all the water, where they control it's all so the water. Cool, yeah. So everything we've seen now is just dirty pirate Swallow, life right. and warehouses and shit. And now we're heading into basically like the Emerald City, where right, everything's exactly. fancy and clean, and the upper class lives. I mean, it totally. That's yeah. that's Sean. You basically just lined laid the story out. So look, the well plot done. doesn't even make sense on Wikipedia. Well, so, nobody can explain I mean, this plot. It, yeah, it's one of those things. It makes sense if you watch it, but like, yeah, if I was if, recommending it to somebody and they're like, "Well, what is the Ice Pirates about?" I'd I'd be like, uh, "Well, you know what? You you could lay down a plot synopsis, but if you did, nobody would ever guess it was a comedy because it's a pretty high minded plot. Yeah, yeah, like a government conspiracy." is controlling the water in order to control the galaxy, but there is a source of water out there that they know about, but they don't want anybody to find it. Yeah. Like, that's not a comedy. Sort of no. like Mad Max in space, but funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. With Star Wars. Dude, yeah. Fury Road totally ripped off Ice Pirates. I mean, yes. There's no way around it. That's what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. With the water. <laughs> yeah. Except that Morton Joe in this one is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Morton Joe's a little more intimidating. <laughs> with, his, with, his, with his weird speech pattern. Pardon my cheer noise. I just had a bit of podcasting paranoia. I've got to make sure we're actually recording right now. And uh, we are. So good. Good job, me. There have been too many uh, too many errors, flubs, and, and uh, <laughs> well, we're not using unintended. Skype. So oh gosh, thank goodness for that. Dude. Although it'd be really funny if, like, at some point, Rich started going, "Well, I think." Oh my uh, gosh, we're having a live Skype issues. So there's the the future Che Guevara. You know he's a rebel because he's wearing a beret. Right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, well, and as Ryan pointed out on our first time through, that guy on the right looks like John Pertwee. We'd never see him again, so I don't think it is, but he really does. Uh, as Ryan pointed out our first time through, this is all practical. Yeah. Oh, no, Sean. No, I was that Ranger? I well, was an intelligent it. observation, My so I didn't credit it to you. Fucking co-host is taking uh, all the credit. <laughs> uh, it's but it's they're real cages that yeah, they build, and they're in some kind of. Now, granted, it's just a big factory. Like they probably right. went to you know Detroit somewhere. Yeah, and, like some yeah. sort of odd car to, to stage it. This also seems like a very impractical way to do all of this. Well, this is like a Coca-Cola bottling factory. Yeah, I right. mean, look at that. That's exactly what all that is. Yeah. 
but they're not bottling. They're not touching anything. You're right. That's pretty ridiculous. These there are guys waving. Um, what are those even called? Law. Uh, I guess I've got one trimmers, in the other room. Trimmers, right, I've take got one. Outfit, I guess. Head trimmers are hovering over people while they yeah. talk and have banter. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't even give them overtime. Head trimmers. Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that one. That's that's a little much. But I, you know what probably happened is Robert Urich was like, I don't give a fuck if those are running or not. Right. If you get that within six inches of me, I'm going to get up and kick your ass. Yeah. And he also apparently got. Uh, Shaving cream. Yeah. On oh, now let's Drunk. let's point out. Shaky okay, hands. here's here's old shaky hands. We're worried yeah. about him, right? But with a straight razor blade. Here's you can tell his persuasion thanks to his gaker chief. Yes, and because then, that's how we we identified the gay people in these right. movies. They, uh, they for those of you that put on a handkerchief. Well, anyway, those of you that weren't alive in the eighties, uh, homosexuals had to wear uh, neckerchiefs. Uh, that was just a <laughs> in look at every eighties movie. Law. Look at. Uh, uh, Don Knotts on Three's Company. Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I mean that's just that's that's what it was back then. Uh, times have changed, fortunately. Because yeah. right. I, I I know a number of uh, gay individuals, and and I don't think any of them would appreciate wearing neckerchiefs. At this no, point. I don't no. think so. Except for maybe Wendell, the manager of Circuit Can. <laughs> I like the detail of he's got the the uh, the bloody spots on his face from the the razor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It that seems like... I mean, they said it was a painless procedure. That is not like That painless. doesn't seem painless. No. There's some giant chomper teeth that are supposed to cut off your balls, literally. But we don't know how space anesthetics work. And they did all get some kind of injection as they were going through. Yeah. So it could sure. be it could be like a ball-oriented so anesthetic. Yeah. They, were, they were just screaming because of the appearance of it then. Well, well would, would you? you? Well, yes. Is that your thing? But, if, but no, if I'm... Well, Even I'm if it wouldn't hurt... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a good ball cage. That's, uh, uh, if you want to hear more about uh, Red Ranger's ball clamp <laughs> fetish, you can check out Ball Ranger's Bollicle Ball Cast. On, uh, not with Ryan. I can not with Ryan. I was like, I'm not on yeah, that one. You're on yeah. your own, you fuck. Um, so yeah, now they all get powdered wigs. Or I, I like how they put a little ponytail on the back of his. Uh, well, no, that's his. That's his like, actual hair. His, he had the little ponytail. Yeah, like, yeah that's so his, hair. his hair. Yeah. And so I guess. Yeah, but then I don't know. Everybody else seems to have a wig. I'm, I'm a little confused about the consistency. Maybe of they the custom eunuchs. made him a wig to match his hairstyle. And maybe they did space eunuchs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what do they do with these people? Well, they're, they're servants. Yeah. yeah. And in order to not ever want to have sex, that's why they castrate them. Yeah. And lobotomize them. And lobotomize them. Which didn't really show the lobotomy process, but I, well, it's harder you know, to show than the there's nut clamp. The, yeah, there's, there's no easy <laughs> visual for that one. I don't know that everybody would have gotten like spike and hammer to the eye, yeah. like, uh, and it would have been a little gruesome. Like you can, for some reason, we can all laugh at gigantic ball jaws, but like, <laughs> but like spike and hammer to the eye, yeah. I think would have taken us out of the, dark. the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they clearly fast forward because they also didn't have the white hair when we last saw them. Yeah, there, there, we missed a few things. We, they, you know, for the sake of, cause this, this movie tells a lot of story. It, it does. does. So we, we had to move along and I like her golden, uh, sparkle leaf headdress. That's nice. Seems like it would be distracting to your peripheral vision, but it, you know, absolutely it's space. Would. Maybe she's got space eyes. <laughs> As we know from Star Wars, space princesses don't necessarily have the most practical hair accoutrement. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So this, uh, I don't want to say this old lady. Uh, it's nanny. It's, it's nanny. 
who, who will we'll find out what happens to her later on. It's, it's one of the more dramatic. You know, maybe we will need the tissues at that point. It's actually, one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one guy holding a vial of mustard? Now this is the concern. I don't know they travel via pinball machine in the future. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now they're at the masquerade ball. Where the fashion is very much like the 80s. Well, go ahead and plug uh, what we're going to be talking about later on that the listeners are going to have to travel to your show to hear about. Uh, apparently this reflects a scene from that one. This is very much like a the uh, just before the bicycle boogie scene in Rad. Oh, god! The Reynolds twins wearing singlets, <laughs> like one-piece disco outfits, break into some new wave dancing. That is not unlike what we're witnessing here in Ice Pirates. Apparently in the 80s, you had to have a quota of at least one weird dancing scene. Oh, yeah. Now, Rich, you're going to be sticking around for for what will actually be the Rad cast that yeah. you'll be able to hear in Rad Ranger's show. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Rad. That's why you're here today. That's right. But as far as like general audiences go, which movie do you think gets more traction with just average Joe? Ice Pirates or Rad? I mean, I, it would have to be Ice, yeah, ice Pirates, like, hands because down. I, I truly love Rad, but, but um, at least this is supposed to be a comedy, and Rad, like... Rad is unintentionally... Rad is really unintentionally <laughs> a comedy in so many spots. And, and, and to hear me talk about that more, you'll have to listen to Rad Rangers Radical Radcast with Ryan. Well done. Except that one... Well, we'll see. We'll yeah, see how that we'll goes. See. We'll see. Look at these nice gemstones on this dude's necklace, but it's really bothering me. I understand that they're alternating, but they, they're not balanced at all. I don't like how yeah, the red and the uh, white yeah. on either side. Uh, poor design choice. The one poor design choice out of the movie, but I do like <laughs> these, like, uber killbots with the red and yellow deco. Yeah. Yeah, they look badass. And, and, if, like, <laughs> and and John Matuzak making an appearance in the suit of armor. Yeah, the knight. Just a suit of armor. Like no other robot in the whole movie looks like a suit of armor. But he's blending in. He's got some freaking spray painted silver microchips glued to the side of his head. This is how we know. And his gauntlet, his gauntlet too, has yeah. some, some bullshit glued on it. As Ryan said with the ladder, they just glued some batteries to the side. No, they should have. They should have. They should have. Right. Yes. The latter, they just seriously just got from Lowe's, and we're just like, all right. right. Now, we watch these as subtitles, just so we can kind of keep track of the plot and maybe hit a couple of jokes that the movie makes, but I just read John Matusak's line, just to save the good word and spread my ass, which is not at all what he's there to do. <laughs> I thought he said save his ass. Well, he didn't know that's what he said, but I read it at my brain, <laughs> oh, flipped it brain. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, we had talked... Before in our first viewing about how great this would be as a toy line from Funko. Well, Funko doesn't do reaction anymore. Super Seven took the reaction line over. Right. Okay. If Super Seven wanted to look, it's another little person. Lots there of little a lot people of in this movie. Yeah. And animals. Uh, yes, lots of fucking weird animals yeah. in this thing that Sean had to Google, but Sean Googles everything, so maybe that's not significant. <laughs> uh, but if Super Seven wanted to do a line of reaction Ice Pirates toys, I buy all of them. It'd be I, badass one, and I want vehicles. And how easy would the robots be? Because all you have to do is. Like put a little different deco on them. Yeah, they're just different, different paint apps. Yeah, put a bow tie on one of them. Yeah, one we'll gets see, a bow tie. We'll meet Percy later. Yeah, 
I like the fact that the Templars. No, no, oh, so the so the so hair was apparently wigs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's. So they, they gave they, him a wig that is exactly, exactly like his actual like his hair, hair. <laughs> and and dyed their. Now this motorcycle is badass. Sweet. Oh, all of these vehicles right here are badass. Well, this might be what kicked off the toy conversation because you, first you get this motorcycle, mm-hmm. but then. Look at that, dude! That's so. What is that? It's totally out of death range. That's amazing. It's the most badass looking Fiero. Well, and look, it's got the the lights are up on the spoiler on the back. It's got the spiked front, the cop motorcycle. There's so much stuff in this movie that only shows up for like a few seconds. Like that, they put so much effort into all of the robots. All of these robots. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do feel like this movie has, like, you know, they obviously a lot of heart in this movie. Like, they, they, they knew it was silly, but they like really tried hard with, you know, the the design choices. Yeah, a lot of sincerity too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, absolutely. Like, they're not trying to be anything else. This isn't trying to be Star Wars, you know, or no, Star like, Trek or anything. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I forgot that it was oh, a comedy, this, but this it's, is about to be my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's give it a moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shut up because we got ah. Uh, you, it said you want to pump some kitties. That is, that is not what that robot is saying at all. Close caption, you have failed. Yeah, blood. These mamas want to, yeah. This is a pimp robot jive talking about y'all want to see some titties. And <laughs> saying y'all want to see some kitties. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, the subtitles massively censored. That's that cool, did t- This is my bad chariot. <laughs> did TBS provide the subtitles? Is that why they're censored? Oh, could, well, no, because he said trying to save my ass earlier. Well, yeah, he did say it. Well, yeah, you can say ass. Although I don't know if you could say ass on TBS in 1984. Oh, I was, we were shocked the other night. This is, this is just how funny television and society are. We're watching Taboo on FX the other night. Yeah. And they said fuck. Twice. Yeah. Whoa. And me, me, and no, I I think it came on at nine, but I'm not positive. But uh, me and Mrs. Troublemaker were both like, whoa, like it blew our minds that we were hearing fuck on basic cable. That's insane. There's the egg. Yeah, there's the egg. Everybody keep an eye on that egg uh, for the listeners. That's going to be important later. I like, look at the space pistol. Like, that's kind of just like a toy gun with a clear doodad glued onto the front of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, the, that Nanny gives the princess. It's the least convincing space gun in the movie. I do like uh, your football player's silver pants, though. He was wearing that with the knight costume. It yeah, looks yeah, really yeah. weird. That robot dog is awesome. That robot... Well, he's, he's the garbage robot that, like, right. follows John Matusak? John Matusak. John Matusak around because he, he's a big guy, so he eats all the time. <laughs> ha And, I mean, they don't have, like... You know, water anywhere, but they constantly have apples in this movie. They're all about some apples. That's yeah. good. Apples well, that's how they get their moisture. They need from fiber, the fruit. Well, and also, if you ever run in, I learned this from GI Joe. If you ever run into a giant amoeba, enough apple seeds can poison it to death. Yeah, there you go. Now you oh know. My God, and what? knowing is half the battle. Thank you, Barry. There you go. <laughs> so we have an intense scene here. Where our buddy Jason is back to his pirating ways, eating an apple, sitting around, reclining on the bridge of a ship, and he thinks he's got the world in his hands. But the tables are about to be turned. Boom! Space gun. Space gun. Space princess is not fucking around. No. She's like, you will go where I say. And it's interesting because, like, they kind of just move past this, but... 
you know, what is she just going to stand there the whole rest of the mission holding that gun right, on him? Right. But uh, I, I, you know, we, we've gotten to know Jason enough at this point to where he's just going along with this, you know. Yeah, he's just all about stealing water and then selling it to the highest bidder. And then he's got this princess who's like, I want to go with you and I'm going to save you from castration. Like, you you very much get the feeling that at this point he's going along just because he doesn't have anything better to do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Why not? He's you like, know, yeah, I think you're hot and this seems fun. So right, 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 right. I've done dumber things for less. Uh, yeah. That, that's, the pa- that's the power of the kitty. Yes. <laughs> yes. As that robot well knows. Yes, right. indeed. Well, yes, the, yeah, that's why he's got on his sparkly. Jason hasn't oh, changed yes, out of Percy. his tights yet. Yes, Percy. here he is. Percy the awesome the butler robot. Death butler robot with his tie. Tie and his cuff and his cuffs. His dressed like a Chippendales large. dancer, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks like Patrick Swayze from that SNL skit. Oh, one of the greatest. Oh yeah. Uh, and I like that. That's it's as simple as smooshing three of Jason's fingers to convince him that he means this. Here's our pinball machine again. Yep. Yeah. Going through the contemporary resort at Disney. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah, you're right. That is also the holodeck. Boots. Or not the holodeck. What's it called on Star Trek? Well, wait, wait. Make your joke. Make your Rollins-inspired joke here. Oh, that there's always some asshole that has change in their pocket. Right. It's a the fucking metal detector. metal detector. What are coins made of? Metal. Metal, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so there's the... No one can resist White Goodman when he puts on his shiny shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's going through a metal detector with a bag full of coins, and it looks like it's uh, the Star Trek set when they're about to uh, transport. I, I, I would say more like the Spaceballs set. Mm, yeah, Why didn't somebody so tell well. me my ass was so big? Uh, <laughs> but I will say, me last night. I will say this for the, the story, though. We see these trees in the background, and, and I immediately recognize that as, like, opulence. Yeah, yeah, yeah Just clearly. because the movie, without anybody saying, you know, there aren't a whole lot of trees in the galaxy, only rich people have trees... Like, they have, in, with, you know, shorthand mm-hmm. and with just the way that the movie's played out, we know, like, wow, this guy yeah. is the shit. Is he about to look at his hands? Are those is his hands, are those really his yeah. hands, or did they prosthetic that? That is, if that is. Because his fingers are all jacked up and bent in weird directions. Oh, I didn't even notice. But I think yeah. this yeah, is the carotene, and I was misunderstood which carotene was going to be in uh, it. I think those are his hands. Oh, yeah, oh, I think yeah. his hands are just that messed up. I was too distracted by the giant metal nipple on his head. To notice his hands. If this is uh, David Carradine, this was his last film. Now, John Carradine. Or John Carradine. Shit. So David one Carradine would go King. on to yeah. meet a very different fate. Yes. Yeah. Hey, See, man. look at that metal we nipple. Should, we should all aspire really to that fate. So this is John Carradine. I believe. Is possibly. that correct? I think so. Yeah. I'm not familiar enough with the dude to to be able to uh, say, but yeah, I guess so. Sure. He looks a little bit like Kane. He looks like he looks like he could be a grasshopper's dad. Yeah, yeah, that's John Carradine. But yeah, okay. apparently this was his last film. Wow, which what a film to go out. I mean, on the one hand, it's awesome, but on the other hand, it's ice pirates. <laughs> this is two PQ frequency five JD three. Like that's obviously like yeah. He he was the Papa Carradine 
from which all other carotenes sprang. Let's okay. talk about mustaches. This mustache is amazing. I think I think we've we've stumbled onto something. Genetically, people cannot grow mustaches like that anymore. It seems yeah. that yeah. way. Like yeah. when you look at stuff from the seventies and eighties, like it's and it's not even that people don't grow mustaches like that anymore. It's that they don't grow in that I way. Right uh, here we go. Yeah. Here's a. Yeah, I know people who rock mustaches and they do not look like. That. I, if I shaved off everything but my mustache, my mustache would still look, like, look like that. No, I feel like when the sexual revolution ended. The need for such mustaches went away, and humanity just moved past it. Apparently, and now we all have our we have now we all have our sad little like barely connecting. <laughs> you know. uh, so this is the silk tube, which is horrifying enough with that. But then that head pops out, right? Ugh. Pink right. sock, yeah. pink, pink sock, sock. The silk tube, <laughs> silk tube. <laughs> I should remember what you said, I, and I was that's wrong. more you disturbing. Sure you than you than you get like shit face, dry face. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Ronnie. Use, use your words. I know notoriously get things wrong. Oh my gosh! But I'll tell you this right now. Oh, uh, it's just space herb. We got space herpes. Space herpes. Look at the face on that oh, fucking no. nightmare. Ugh. It looks like the evil version of that little caterpillar worm from, from Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yes, exactly. Oh, totally, it totally yeah. does. Uh, no but you just made there. something happen because I, I guarantee you right now, anytime any of us in the future are discussing prolapsed anuses, we will say silk tube. <laughs> silk tube. <laughs> so good job on that one. Google that. Everybody should just start Google bombing. Silktube.com to learn more about the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show. And Good Sean boy. is right now going to see if he can purchase SilkTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> I still have Splatter Day Oh Saints. my gosh, that face is a nightmare. Know, it is. Oh. And that thing adds nothing to the plot. Yeah, it's nothing. just a... It's a side story that you forget about until the end. Well, and what's weird is, like, it's, it's clearly inspired by Alien. Yeah. But... It's not so derivative that you're like, oh, it's another alien thing. It's just like, well, what if we threw a little alien weirdness into this? Yeah. But it doesn't, you know, it, it, like you said, it doesn't contribute to the plot. It doesn't become a thing. It's just adding to the outer spaceness of the movie, I guess. It's one more exotic, weird thing. There's, that they could there's throw the in. '80s clipboard. There's the space clipboard. But it is Only white. The finest space age technology. Well, it is white though, which was probably a little, you know, in the, in the '80s. Well, I would imagine choice, clipboards yeah. are just wooden or neon, clear neon green. Yeah, like that's all you had to choose from back then. So a white one is a little, you know, it's different. I wish it was a pirate clipboard. Well, they're not on a pirate ship. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is like the princess's vessel yeah. or whatever. Alas, silktube.com is not available. That is disturbing. But we could get silk-tube. No. Or... Once you throw in dashes and underscores, it all becomes disingenuous. What about, yeah. what about mysilktube.com? I do oh, like oh. John Mel- Melonsack's giant pirate belt that oh, he's got so now. <laughs> is he just saying about Jack and Diane? Because <laughs> truly, life goes on long after the John, John Ruger Melonsack? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could get silktube.space. Like this. Look, look, oh, at, which look I at this vehicle they're all in, which I, I love the fact that it's marked limo. Yeah. <laughs> but this giant thing that they're in, like, they built that whole fucking yeah. vehicle just for this movie. And, and again, this, this whole area is obviously some kind of abandoned factory or warehouse little, or something. Another little but, person. 
Yeah, yeah another you know little person. Some fire and like some smoke, and it looks badass. Which I really like the line that the little person did. There's not going to be any more spit shining if they don't find some water soon. Right. <laughs> like it's it's. it's I a, can't spit. A b- very weird way of describing the the state of the galaxy. Yeah, there it is, limo. That's limo. hilarious. I love the font, actually. I want to use that font. Well, it's almost the new Needless Things font. <laughs> it like, is. It's, it's very close. <laughs> I like that it would probably be a good idea if people didn't know you were a princess. So it's a good thing that you fucking dressed like a princess with your golden dress and your cloak. <laughs> Just my size, spaceman. <laughs> we're going into the pirate's den. I am glad that John Martin's song has a different tunic on there. Okay, oh, here's the creepy bird. Really this is not okay. That, yeah, there is a. That's like not a, okay either. But this is a different kind of not okay. Is a they, skinned parakeet. Yeah, they apparently sword. plucked a parrot, and and as we discussed yeah. earlier, my hope is that the set designer found a parrot with a strange disorder where yeah. it only grouped feathers on its head. Probably not. Like, uh, probably not. Damn it, 80s. Yeah. And and not only that, like, I mean, it's just, like, the the use of, like, animals and, like, weird people, like, kind of, I don't want to say deformities, but they do that a lot in this movie. Like, yeah. just stuff that's, like, off-putting to look at. Like, you know, the guy's hands and, like, they... they oh. But look at the prankster, Ron Perlman. Oh, oh. I've got a new hand. <laughs> Apparently that I can pick my nose with. I didn't notice the nose picking uh, in the first one. That's a nice touch. So maybe someone saw that bird somewhere and was just like, that looks weird, put it in the movie. Right. Yeah, that's possible. We could we could go with that. Just like the poo-poo deer later on. Oh? Yeah. Here's a... Uh, Space Mouse. Space Mouse, <laughs> Space but mouse. also the uh, the lady from Poltergeist. Yes. So, yeah. What? Oh, no! no. Did, I didn't notice the N-bomb the first... Oh, he said, I meant the black gentleman. I did catch that. Oh. I didn't know what they were talking about. Uh-huh. But but they wow. corrected it. Like it's not a use of racism in the context of the movie. It's that guy being an asshole and it being wrong. Right. Yeah. Like it's not a casual usage. Like the movie makes a point of no, that's not cool. That's interesting. Look at these tubes sticking out of the bottles they're drinking out of. That's interesting. <laughs> it's like they're at a hookah. Not as interesting as Roscoe's like. Uh, Pirates of Penzance Major <laughs> General jacket, though. That's pretty sweet. He looks and Angelica Houston still looks awesome in yeah. her new outfit. Yes. Yeah. She's yes. the best outfit. <laughs> she looks incredible throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of Pirates of Penzance, I think the pirate movie is going to be a future needless commentary. If you haven't seen the pirate movie, it yeah. is a movie version of the Pirates of Penzance from the 80s. Oh, oh my god. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, but yeah, you guys will need to pick some stuff soon, and I think Ryan has already nominated <laughs> our, Very our, our, March, our March pick, <laughs> uh, which we'll, we'll hold on to that and, and make a big reveal out of it. Wait, you, at which point awesome. Ryan will have watched that movie probably 200 times. I don't even care. <laughs> it's so it's, so it's like, it's on fucking YouTube. I can watch it at work. Yeah. So now we're looking at the people who have green penis heads, which yeah. is incredibly disturbing. Yeah. Who, if you were at the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show two years ago and played Would You Rather, you would recognize 
Yeah, exactly. Because that was a would you rather option, which I yeah. I chose all of them and did not remember that I put that in. There I looked at those me. pictures a lot. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was writing the, I kind of uh, yeah, I kind of just googled stuff and, and threw it at Ranger, and he put it all together. So I, he, he had to live with that stuff a lot more than I did. It was haunting my dreams. <laughs> she she almost looks kind of Roman. With she looks Cleopatra, yeah. 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 Yeah, especially someone trying to hide that they're royalty. Like, she's not doing a good job. Well, yeah. she doesn't have a, a big wardrobe to choose from. That's true. And, and also, you know, it's ice cream. Well, they are matching up. Like, look, there's, like, that guy's, like, from Texas in the back. Not yeah, that's one of the cool things right. about this movie. Yeah, they're matching yeah. up all kinds of Actually, different. I didn't know that Texas, because he's got this one side turned up. That's, that's a little true. more Australian. That's, like, he's from the, out, the oh, space right. outback. Oh, yeah. Right, right. But and there are a couple of other people with the hats turned up like that. Look, there's... Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. And then there's some straight-up Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, weird frog people. I don't, don't like them at all. I, I don't know what my would-you-rather would be if they're involved. I don't even remember what she was, what was with. It was... You'd already done the randomizer. So who knows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have... I don't think we had them... Well, yeah, we did. We did. We, we had, had the groups. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I don't know. Lanky Nibs. What's Lanky up with that Nibs. name, you guys? Lanky Nibs. Hey, Lanky Nibs. <laughs> that's, uh, Lanky Nibs. That's, the names in this are weird. Jason, Lanky Nibs. Well, you know, you're completely wrong. All of the names are completely standard except for Lanky Nibs. No, because everybody else Lanky- is Jason, Roscoe. What? No, but Zorn. Ted. There's Zorn, a Zorn? You don't know any Zorns? The, You're from Athens. You don't know any Zorns? No. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Come on. That's what I'm saying. Is like they have a bunch of normal names, and then you'll randomly that's not get what you said. a lanky. That's the point I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy's name? I think the point that Sean was trying to get to is that this clearly influenced the Batman animated series. <laughs> Really. I think you're right. Uh, well, that's what Bruce stylistically. Tim, that's what Bruce Tim told him. Anyway, yeah. uh, actually, I think the point I made during the movie when this scene came up was that stylistically, this clearly influenced the WWF. Stylistically, Angelica Houston just popped back up out of that chair like ass. a mofo. Oh yeah. This scene is. And there are a lot of cool scenes in this movie, but this one right here. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes, it's a strange sword fight. Yeah, yeah it's really it's weird. Ass. And what's funny about it is that she she kind of puts off like she's intimidated. Yeah, a little nervous. And but then there's a comeback. She's like, oh, no, bitch. Because he just beat up a table. And she's like, well, yeah. And the dog's like, fuck you. That's a good point. I think you're right. She's just confused about why he attacked the table. All right. On the one hand, he's just flailing around. Yeah, he's not a good swordsman. Yeah. I don't know that I know what a I good love that, that though. He's just smiling. Yeah. And you're like... What's She's got blood on, on her kitties. Yeah, because he slashed her little chest thing. <laughs> and she's got some weird upper arm bracelets that don't go all the way around. The cuffs. These are some really in-depth aliens. Yeah. What is this movie rated? Uh, I think it's PG. Yeah. It's crazy. I would get, I would get up and look at the case, but there'd be too much chair maybe, squeak. Maybe that's why there's no nudity. I mean, maybe they wanted to market to a bigger audience. I think this was before they had PG-13. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. PG-13 yeah. didn't hit so Gremlins. Yeah. Well, Gremlins was also 84, wasn't it? Yeah, it's PG. But no, it was the, it was the, the first, movie that inspired The first uh, 
PG-13 was Temple of Doom, wasn't it? No, Temple of Doom and Gremlins are the movies that led to the creation of PG-13. Okay. And Jaws, scared, right? No, I don't think so. I, well, the, I I say no as if I know for a fact. I know... Well, no, Jaws was like 70... Yeah, Jaws, yeah, Jaws, Jaws was earlier. way before PG-13. Like, but I don't know, like one of the later ones. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was like a thing... Um, and like with the well, whole no, because PG thirteen has existed for your entire life. I know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like that got me in trouble a lot when I was working at Blockbuster because I put on a movie, like an old movie, and I'd be like, oh, oh that's you PG. didn't know that the PG, and, and then they'd like they'd say like fuck or something, right, like, right, right. Yeah, like, Logan's Run. Well, now PG never no. had fuck, but PG did have titties. PG oh, did have mm-hmm. excessive violence. Yeah, and and you like I said, shit, from you could say ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from and from showing. Like from movies that I saw when I was a kid, and shown them to my oh it's PG fine, shown them to my son, and then like like I said with Clash of the Titans, all of a sudden their titties running around for fifteen minutes. You're like ah book never no sorry we'll watch let's watch uh, uh, we got Paw Patrol this. let's switch it to Paw Patrol now. <laughs> <laughs> so some nice sick ass barbed wire, a nice des- solar powered desert. Land rocket, I guess. Did you? Is that good? When you were in middle school, did you make those cars? Like, did you have to do that in woodshop where you make the cars that race? I, I mean, I was in Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or whatever and did the Pinewood Derby. Not the Pinewood Derby. Like, not the ones that you would actually sit in, but like you would actually make like a little model what car. Sit in? Pinewood Derby cars are like six inches long. No, you are they? fucking I sit in them. I didn't do Boy Scouts. Oh my gosh. I just did woodshops. Those are so about your yeah, community <laughs> skills. Soapbox. <laughs> I got soapbox and pinebox confused. <laughs> um, no, I never made any but it looked cars exactly, in school. It looked exactly like all the cars that we made in woodshop. Really? Yeah, then you would put a. Um, a CO2 cartridge in it. And then All right, it so we've got some furry space donkeys. And then look at these guys. All right, Ranger <laughs> maintains that these are dupu pigs? No, so there's a what? tiny, tiny deer called a poodoo. That's not a deer. No, and that's, then, yeah, and then that's there not is, a deer. And then that's there a is... That's a pig that they've painted to look like a deer. There is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're forgetting. We're watching a movie where they well, where things are artificial. There's some space um, ducks. But no, there is another space thing <laughs> called a, a chevrotain. Like, you can look that up. Ooh, I that, like that. That looks exactly like this. So it's more pig than deer. It's more pig than deer. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a snout like a pig. I like that. I like this guy, too. He's he's uh, He's pretty gnarly. He looks lanky, like he's been around. Lanky nibs. He he looks like uh, like Dan Van Dyke. <laughs> yes. Why is and he he's like got a slingshot? Because he's, he's got, trying to hit uh, the space gophers. Yeah, he's got beef with the gophers. He's a little asshole. Yeah. He's a precursor to Bill Murray. In trying it. to steal his garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've spent years collecting all this garbage and so I could live on a desert planet in the middle of fucking nowhere. No, little, miss. little naked... These little space gophers, gophers with horns on their heads. Which, by the way, puppetry. Nippers. Space nippers. I realize he's just using the word nippers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that's a species. You can put space in, before any word in this movie. I think so. All of it. There's the random 80s furniture. Yep. Yeah. Well, as Everybody. it turns out, though, it's a wheelchair. Ooh. Which is even strange. Actually, I thought it was a pretty funny joke. And then that he does <laughs> yeah, yeah. a pretty, pretty hilarious joke. 
Because you're like, oh, this guy's all decrepit. He's right. in a wheelchair. And he's right. like, yeah. walking my animal. Well, the thi- that's the thing is like, he, well, he, I think he said he aged, what, 20 years? He aged years? 20 years. So he's, what, awesome. like 50. Yeah. He's not like yeah, broken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's talking about this mysterious seventh world. Yeah, he's laying out. He's giving clues. His name is is Lance Nibs or whatever, but it should be Johnny Exposition. Uh, Yeah. Well, but the thing (laughs) is, he's not explaining the plot. He's laying out some clues. Like, he's saying what happened to him, but he's not saying, like, well, the government is... Right, right. Like, he's just... It's interesting how they just kind of give you a little bit at a time as the movie goes on. He's not quite Gracie Law. Oh, you know. Well, nobody is. (laughs) That's true. Do not mistake your lanky nibs for your Gracie Lyle. But I would like, I would love to see young Kim Cattrall dressed up in some of this space pirate gear. It but would not, be amazing. Not the Technicolor dream coat that uh, <laughs> the princess <laughs> here is wearing. Wearing in the desert. Like, like, nothing helps you stand gosh. out more. Oh, here this we go. Awesome badass. The greatest, totally looking like something from Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yes, uh, holy shit. This badass pirate land vehicle... A Triceratops skull on the front of it. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Is this the, the point is, where we where we realize that Mad Max Fury Road is just uh, a sequel to Ice Pirates? No, we we realized that like 15 minutes ago. Oh, uh, yeah, I checked. But that's out. okay. You're fine. Well, I'm sure you were googling something. I probably was. Uh, so this skull that's on the front of this land cruiser. Okay, there's your yeah. funny moment of I don't fucking need a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm um, sitting in it. Do you think that this skull is intended to be something that these pirates constructed, or is this Some an actual killed. creature mm. that they 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 killed? All right, uh, that's kind of tragic. Even though front lady, even though front green lady. dickhead lady was pretty repulsive, that's sad. And that's peculiar. It's dickhead because she looks like a, her head is a penis. And now the guar, not because she's rude. Now the guar car is attacking. And oh, oh, Percy! Percy just got straight run over. Damn it, Percy! I love these explosions are great. Like the laser bolts are maybe a little lacking, but their results like you don't have enough time to recognize that the laser bolts look a little corny before something blows up and looks fucking awesome. Yeah, right. Totally. And this vehicle is totally rolling over everything in its path, which means yes. that they built it pretty right. sturdy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Again, it's quality made out of cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty awesome, and the fact that like people like actually built all this shit is really cool. Yeah, just to think like this movie that that most people you would mention this movie to, and they'd be like, "I've never fucking heard of that." Yeah, and to think that like all of this effort, like even this thing, another solar cruiser, yeah. uh, they've got over here, like this thing's badass. You know what I I realized that we didn't get in this movie once is a Wilhelm scream. And I feel like there are plenty of opportunities for it. Yeah, it probably could have happened. And, and you know what? I'm almost glad they refrained. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. them credit. They're like, we don't need that. So it looks like, I don't know if that laser is actually mounted to the vehicle or if it's like something they stole and they're using. Like, it looks kind of separate from everything else. Yeah, I feel like this is a thing that, like, this vehicle existed in a different form and they added all this shit onto yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably what happened. Like, those giant wheels, I think, are aftermarket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this may be one of the most piratey scenes in the whole movie. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, going yeah. ship to ship. Ship and, to ship, swinging on the road. He, he's definitely buckling some swash in a minute yes. here. Ooh, oh, that, that was, was brutal. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I, 
it would have been kind of cool to see a little gore squirt out of his head, but at the same time, we would have lost our PG rating. And this, what that's the fuck? Right. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, that's like some Jack Sparrow shit. Yeah. Jack Sparrow wishes he was Robert Urich. And look at his badass knuckle duster knife he's got on his belt there. That's awesome. Maybe Johnny Depp will remake this movie. No. Oh, no. Like Gore Verbinski. <laughs> no. Well, Gore Verbinski, like, yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, there are better choices, but okay. Get but a, I don't want Johnny the, Depp in We could get a Tim Burton, Johnny Depp version of this. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'd be no. cool if they never did anything else together. With a no. Danny Elfman score. <laughs> I would like to see uh, Matthew Vaughn direct. And yeah. my my natural inclination is to say Chris Pratt as Jason. That's everybody's natural. But I know, yeah. I know, and that's why I don't want to go with that. Because well, the, the problem is he would just be Star-Lord again. He, well, yeah. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Carl he's, Urban. A little too, he's a little too serious. I think so. He's, yeah. uh, having just watched Dread the other night, yeah. I'm like, yeah. uh, that's too much. He's too much. I don't, he's not serious in Star Trek, though. No, he's not. He, but he's also kind of cantankerous, and Jason's not that. And I'm not saying Carl Urban could no, do yeah, it. No, yeah, I know. Because it's know. acting, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's uh, he could, but I feel like there's somebody better Matthew out there. Matthew McConaughey. No, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He could be maybe Ron Perlman's part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, I would want Ron Perlman to be Ron Perlman. Yeah, let's just bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I want Ron Perlman to play Percy the Robot. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't see the Perlman face, though, and that's no good. Yeah. Johnny Depp could play Percy the Robot. <laughs> That'd be I'd be that. fine with that. I'd be fine. That would be yeah. good. What movie was he just in where he didn't come up to the last minute? It was like an know. unmasking, and it was... Oh, it was, uh, Fantastic, oh Fantastic Beasts. Beasts were to find yes. Which, by yeah, the way, awesome movie. movie. Yeah, really. Um, uh, really shit. Well, spoiling people haven't seen it by now. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> I, I, I never ended up, I wanted to write a review of it, and I just I actually had too really much shit it. going on. I loved it. Yeah, it was I liked awesome. it better than the Harry Potter movies, which I liked. I did, too. But I think a lot of that is because I didn't have a book to read to make the movie seem lesser. I ain't got no reading to do. No, yeah, I really dug it. It was a good, like, adventure. And I thought, uh, what's his face? Who, Fred Highmore? What's his name? Freddie Highmore? Yeah, yeah. He was totally Matt Smith. He, he was, he was awesome. absolutely yeah. Matt Smith. Yeah, oh, t- completely Matt Smith. Yeah, but he was really good. I don't know if there are, are there plans to do more of those? Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah. It's supposed to be a series. Matter of fact, I think the second one is already kind of a go. Nice. Like they already... Here's a, yet another Angelica Houston. And it looks. Yeah, yeah. that's the one she's wearing in the DVD menu, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sub sub menu. There's a robot just takes out his bolts for no. He uh, he doesn't want to go. He's like, fuck this shit. He's like, I'm pulling out my belly button. He's, he's like, I've heard I've heard about you assholes. Uh, yeah. It's like, and he's got a vape pen, Roscoe. Oh no! Space vape. No, space Roscoe, douche. don't be a douche. Nineteen eighty four, space vape. Ugh. So now we are headed off. We, we've gotten the information, and this is what I missed before. Uh, the last place that the princess's father was seen alive, which will turn out to be. One of the more oh look they've got space donkeys on board now. Yeah. They rescued and the pigs. space donkeys and the poodoo deer. Yeah, good for them. Those are definitely pigs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> space chevro tanes. 
I keep wanting to say shows what creepy me out. the fuck? There's also another scene where it's at the table and there's a hand coming from the top, like pouring people's drinks. Oh my stuff. gosh! Okay, it's oh, disturbing. Yeah. For the listeners, I had to take a little comfort break at this point in the uh, the original viewings. So this is this is new to me as far as the last decade because I don't think I've watched this since yeah, I bought the that DVD. One. See, it's like pouring drinks. That is oh, not yeah. cool. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. I don't um, like it. Unless, I don't know, if you could get your junk up there and get a nice little tug job from it, <laughs> it might be worth having on your spaceship. No, I don't want no? like, weird disembodied black hands. But like, if you were in the future in space and you were used to that kind of thing, yeah, you'd maybe. totally be into the robot tug job. I mean, if that's, you're on the spaceship I'm calling that alone, that's a band name, I'm calling it. <laughs> robot tug job. job. That's your new side project. <laughs> All right, but if you're doing that, you got to let me play uh, trombone. All right. Is it rusty? Oh, you know it. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. I wonder what she's reading. We, we totally missed her book title. I know. All of them are pretty generic. It's like space travel. And oh, like, is it? Yeah. Like all, yeah, if you look at the covers. Uh, oh, that's creepy. Everyone's right? very impressed with Ron Perlman's God. talking. I call or her cooking, sorry. Ron, Ron Perlman's very impressed with Ron Perlman's in a very typical pirate outfit. With the bandana and the striped shirt and the large yeah battery. yeah that's that's the most piratey it gets and oh, oh that is space herpes comes oh, right out of the turkey that okay, face so, is terrible yeah, that face is a nightmare so when Good I was a puppetry. kid when I was a kid uh, those things Poor legit donkeys. scared the shit out of me like my space memories herpes? yeah yeah <laughs> my memories of this movie were that I was scared of the space herpes. Well, yeah, as you should. You Look should. at it. Yeah, right. Angelica Houston is sitting on John Matusak's arm. That is disgusting. You're right, Nanny. Look at the little weird dangly thing she's got glued to her forehead. First we've heard of it. That's good stuff. And Jason's, hey, Jason's looking pretty piratey right there. Yeah, with, with his the shirt, midriff shirt all tied we up. We see this style a few times with the pirate yeah, shirt tied, not buttoned. Later. I like that Roscoe, though, just is wearing a very utilitarian... Well, he's the he's the tech guy. Right. Like, he's yeah. always working He literally has stuff. a battery. He literally right, actually does right, have batteries yeah. Yeah. to the side of his outfit. He also looks like he stepped right off the set of Breaking 2. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. No, if that were the case, he would have uh, a braided headband on. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad spaceship shot. That was alright. And now we're on to this. This is about where I came back in before. This weird smoke planet. Uh, that, that basically says we kind of ran out of ways to make planets look interesting. Alright, here's a nice close up of our oh, yeah, look at exotic again. space pigs. And I don't, I think they are grown that way. I don't think anybody's set. Well, look at their little legs. I don't know what those are. Or maybe they're wild boar. Like when, I, when I was at the flea market, I saw a moncoon. What? It was a what cross between a monkey and a raccoon. For the listeners, what? if you ever what? have an opportunity to visit the Pendergrass Flea Market in North Georgia, it's amazing. Uh, don't go by yourself. Know, is that considered North Georgia? I guess it's I not guess, really. Is yeah, it? yeah, I is think it? so. Yeah. yeah, you will run into all number of exotic animals that you didn't know existed, and the and the people with a severe tooth deficit. That Fan, fantastic, to fantastic beast, and where to find uh, them? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Pendergrass. The Pendergrass flea market is is where so to find. Should end it. They all wind up in Pendergrass. I had never seen a sugar flyer. Sure, is that what they're called? Sugar, sugar glider, sugar glider yeah. in my life until I went up there. Yeah, and some. Uh, uh, let, let's just call them bumpkin esque person. <laughs> 
missing one or more limbs. Trying to sell you one for $40. Yeah, trying to sell me a, a sugar glider and a string. That would yeah. only die about a week later because uh, right. they're not supposed to be pets. Well, <laughs> to, their, <laughs> to their credit, the person did put over how difficult they were to take care yes. of and that they if you you couldn't just have them like one, they're, yeah. they have to have mates or whatever. Yeah. But it was still kind of horrifying. All right, here's some badass warrior women. And I believe that one had some giant furry chaps on, which is yeah. kind of awesome. And then oh, Death by know. Unicorn. And the Although, unicorn loses its, what is it, a bee? Like yeah. It loses its right, loses horn its stinger and does it get to die somewhere? now? Yeah. Like, that seems a particularly I'm not, brutal... I'm not a fan of that. No. Because, like, I think it's badass that they're running people through with unicorns, but I don't, I don't like the idea that they just break off. Right, and what a weird little detail to throw in there. Yeah. I guess they're like, it looks cool. Like you I see guess the so. There's a lot of them. getting pulled across the ground. That's well, like you a know. classic adventure movie. Right? It's yeah, true, yeah. yeah I guess all the, like, all the westerns. Every Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones movie yeah, has yeah, at least true. one indie getting pulled across the ground. And now these weird dome, jelly dome, whatever's going on here. And the, the significantly less dressed ladies. And, and Ocelot. Uh, and as, Lion Cat. Yes, as Roger Sandra. pointed out, Lion Cat. And Bruce Valanche. Yes. These are some fit toned ladies. <laughs> if I look like spray that, painted abs. Yeah. Well, I think that's more war paint. Like, oh, okay. She's she's his chief warrior. Yeah. So that's like decoration. I don't think it's meant to be like. Let's I think she probably has more. abs. Right. Right. And then she enhanced them. Yes. It's like three hundred style. It's like a wash. Yes. I am both equally frightened and very turned on. Yeah, the flat tops are. Bruce the launch. If Not I launch. <laughs> if I was if I was that toned, I would also wear a leather bikini all the time. Oh, daily. <laughs> I would just always leave the house dressed like that. I'd be like, look at my painted abs. I like that they went to the effort of giving him space glasses. Yeah, they're these they're weird. Really unique. Yeah, yeah. Because he uh, normally, I believe, he wears the the thick black horn rim. Yeah. Jobbies. Yeah. You know, if water was if water is that hard to come by, like why does everyone have pets? Maybe to eat. Well, the, the, because the he's a ruler, so he's yeah. It's, it's a yeah. It's a sign like a dog of your or, like, yeah. So he's the like, had dogs and stuff. Well, I feel like the oh, there we go. So his head was just I, it wasn't it was just it was hardly attached, yeah. right? Well, I don't right. even know how it got chopped off. It didn't it make get chopped any off. sense. It, it didn't get chopped there. off. It was just sitting yeah, yeah. There. He was already yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think they ever explain. And they don't need to, really. Yeah, yeah. that's no. fine. Yeah. It just is an excuse to have Bruce Fulich as a detached head. Yeah. With a couple of... Oh, she had to adjust her... She had a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, a little like wedge wedgy. going on. Yeah, I feel like they answered just enough to where like, I'm, right. I'm fine with it. Well, like I said earlier, it's the thing where you just throw stuff out there, and, and if you've created the right tone, then the audience just goes with it. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, demanding answers and ruining the, the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. And they specifically mentioned Tylenol here twice. Yeah, it's weird that it's name brand. Yeah, that they don't just say like aspirin or pain reliever. Yeah. I, wonder, I hope they get a little money for that. Maybe they paid for Bruce Valanche's space glasses with their Maybe. Tylenol money. <laughs> Robert like Urich taking control of the situation in his super tight pants. We think maybe there's going to be a little stabby going on here, but he's got other plans. Jason is a uh, he's a clever pirate. Because I'll tell you right now, you know, you you may make light of uh, the feather in the face as a torture. 
But that would suck. Yeah, like, realistically, yeah. that would be extremely Particularly unpleasant. Particularly if you're a detached head. Yeah, without hands. Right. Well, that's what I'm hand. saying. You can't you do can't anything about it. can't your nose. But even if you're just tied to a chair. Right. You got breakdance and rock out. But rock he only sneezes once. I, I, but I think he knew. <laughs> this will never end. Yeah. <laughs> My life will be a never-ending torment of feathers to the nose if I don't go ahead and give these guys what they want. And and as as he's shown throughout the rest of the movie, he's not exactly a man of resolve. No. I feel like I've seen at least one burlesque show in Atlanta where one of the girls was, dan- was dressed exactly like these ladies. Yeah. Sure. And the tragic, heartbreaking. You're scene. not my father. If anybody needs a tissue, they're right here. <laughs> I'm gonna deal. Uh, power through. You're right, that's not your father. It's a robot. It's an Omega robot. Oh shit, Omega. That must be on the high end. <laughs> Credit to the actor for standing very still while a guy just pulls his eye around. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm gonna get nine on sneeze. Clonk. That's nice. Jason's got no time for his bullshit. He's like, I'm done with you, Bruce Valanche head. But they bring him along. Because one, they don't know if maybe he has more information, and two, they need more comedy relief. Yeah. <laughs> because we need Bruce Valanche. Like their dicks for not bringing his body, though. Well, do you, do you think that body moved? I wouldn't bring his was, body. Do you think that body? Well, arms were moving. Oh, the arms yeah. moved, but I wouldn't bring his body. I'd be like, "You're at our mercy." Yeah, Valanche yeah. head. All right, there's gonna be a little more cheer noise here. You guys are going to have to. Carry things for a few minutes. Uh, chair noise. We got it. It's nothing but some chair noise. Right. So, so we got to think about this ring. He's had this ring in his mouth like this entire this time. entire time. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Apparently, well, if you're a detached head, where else are you gonna keep stuff? Yeah. It's yeah. not like you can get things yeah. out of your. But pocket he had a body. Yeah. So you just. But we don't know. What if he had it in his pocket? This whole movie would've been screwed. What if? And they didn't bring his body, like I said they should have. I just assume that the body is ornamental. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they go ahead and give him another body in like a couple minutes. That's yeah. true. Just and it's like silly. a sweet robot body. Yeah. I, should, I, I want to be that lucky. Badass cyborg. So this, they have been in the background subtly teasing this whole John Matusak, Angelica Houston, about to get it on thing. Yeah. That does eventually come to fruition at yeah. the end, I believe. But And it's weird because there's no real attention paid to it. It's just that there's a lot happening in all of these scenes. Yeah. And now this is the uh, Save Me Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah, yeah, three uh, D hologram from the ring. Looks pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. No, nah, yeah, it looks looks really good. If it's Shout, a lot worse. If <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> if Shout Factory ever does do a Blu Ray version of this, it'll be interesting to see how some of these special effects stand up. Yeah, because as we noted, even on a high def television, the DVD. There's some obvious. Well, it depends like, if they go through and actually clean shit up, or right? Or if they just kind of. Do you think the original of this still exists? Is it out there somewhere? Uh, I don't even. This is one of the ones yeah. that the studio's like, ah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's locked in a. We're shutting that down somewhere. <laughs> I wonder why this. Has if they managed to right preserve now. and restore Samurai Cop, then I'm pretty sure they have a copy of this. Well, that's because that's just one of the greatest movies ever made. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's got samurais and cops. Right. Same I mean, time. At the same time. <laughs> We're not fucking around. Nah, it's no. pretty good stuff. So this is a full turn to hero- heroism at this point. That was a nice cover. But uh, you guys have to stop talking about what an arrogant prick I am now. 
<laughs> no, we're just talking about your ass in your chair. Mmm. That sounds good to me. What a nice move that was. That was, that well, was because yeah. he's a... He's Palooka! A, these guys are slick. Oh my gosh, that was proper usage of the word Palooka. Yeah. That's right. Oh, here we go. Beaufort. That was not how I would have spelled Buford. No. Yeah, what? Yeah, but like... Well, they're, they're not calling, from Georgia. Yeah, they're, they're, they're calling titties kitties earlier, so God only knows. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah. His motor system is .01 millisecond faster than the finest. So he's not that much faster. But he is. I do like how he's kind of like, yeah, like a little victory. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a, yeah. a little more charisma than the other robots we've seen in the movie. Yeah. And he made him black, so it could be perfect. That's exactly yeah, right. As they had, as they say in the discussion. <clears throat> I like these ship designs because they're not. I mean, they're easily recognizable as, as starships. Like at this point, oh look, it's oh, the look, space, it's herpes. space herpes oh, being chased by the by the ship rotating. Um, That's kind of funny. They're, they're easily recognizable as starships, but they're not necessarily derivative. Of other stuff from the time, like I'd say, maybe they're closest to some Battlestar-looking stuff. Yeah, they're very Battlestar, but they're not. They're admirably un-Star Warsy. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is good. I think that's a strong move. Like, you know, not as strong a move as showing up with that shirt and those tights on. How many shirts like that does he have? He just had a red one on. I don't know, but it's cold in space, gentlemen. It yes, is. It is. <laughs> because <laughs> those, yeah. You can get away with that in a PG movie back then. That's well, crazy. sure. Well, I, you know, what are you going to do? Nipples are nipples. That's true. Yeah. Can't hide them. Percy's just gotten done giving her a, a hot... Who knows what he's giving her? They, they kind of leave that to the imagination. Yeah. Maybe... If they think it was just a massage? Jason might be getting sloppy robot seconds. Maybe. There's a lot of body to rub. What? That's a little rude. Is he calling her fat? <laughs> right. <laughs> what the hell? And now he's like, I've been staring at it for the past four billion miles. I hope you don't find that creepy or anything. <laughs> I'm going to just create a Tinder account, and that's all I'm going to put. <laughs> was your daddy a space traveler? Yes, he was. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's a lot of body to rub? Question mark? Let's talk about your body again. <laughs> Nipples. Nipples. <laughs> Silk robes. Those are some nice looking kitties. Silk tube <laughs> in space. Oh, uh, she is wearing a silk tube, isn't she? She is. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, by the time this airs, if you go to silktube.space, it will redirect you to the... To this episode? <laughs> to the... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Maybe. All right, now this is... Well, this isn't Jason's ship, though, right? This is yeah. the princess's ship. Oh, yeah. environmental chamber. Okay. Sex room. So this is like... The Sex room. Star Trek totally... Passion Storm. I didn't even notice that. That's badass. Star Trek totally ripped this off. This is like the holodeck before Star Trek The Next Generation even happened. It's just not quite as impressive. <laughs> it's basically just a screensaver but, I mean, and I'll, a sprinkler. Let's be honest, though. In the year 2017, 2017... Uh, I think we can all recognize as a society that all we need out of a holodeck is a projection screen and a hump couch. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, said, when this came, yeah. when we saw the scene the first time, I immediately nobody's, said, I want to build one of these rooms. Yeah, nobody's doing anything noble in the holodeck. We're not exploring yeah. history. No. no. It's just I'm ex- like... I'm exploring some things. <laughs> <laughs> like an army of Scarlett Johansons. I, I feel like there's a missed opportunity to have some of those disembodied robot hands just kind of hanging out in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just leave it under the back. <laughs> You're right, right. Take off boots. Yeah. <laughs> So this is uh, uh, this scene when I was younger. Uh, sat, had to sit and watch with my mom. Not the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> because it's a little awkward. Yeah. That's a nice hump couch. Yeah, that hump couch is superb. Dude, but that hump couch is getting all wet, man. That's gross. Well, but I mean, this is the space. It's yeah, self-drying, I'm sure. True. Or maybe it's absorbent. Now, let's be clear. Yeah. This must be the princess's ship. Because this is some flagrant water usage. Oh my gosh, you're right. I hadn't even thought about that. How ridiculous. Well, maybe that's not water. (laughs) That's all lube. That's lube. It's just just KY. It is. All the robots are up on a balcony (laughs) above them just (laughs) unloading. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Ryan, I'm surprised you didn't say you thought it was little people with buckets. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's probably just lube. That's, that's my guess. As a matter of fact, maybe the robot's pee lube. Like, oh, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robot byproduct is lube. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's just a bunch yeah, yeah. of, like, you know, bunch of robots just up there peeing on them. Cause we do, we do see a robot, uh, Roman shower later on. That was a robot golden shower. Yeah, that one was. Now so everybody's recovered. Again. Jason busted his nut, so he's wearing his, uh, nut busting shirt. Yeah. And now he's wearing his red shirt. Yeah, yeah. white was the like get Ron's some. Yeah. Red, red's got some. That's straight out of Star Wars. Yeah, that's yeah, super Star Wars. Look at this bizarre canteen this dude has. It yeah. seems not like the best way to stop. Is that a is the guy out the middle? Is that a flask that doubles as like a hemorrhoid pillow? That's what it looks like. Awful. You could like it's you. You warm it up in the microwave and sit on it when, when you need to, and then you know when it cools little, down, you drink it. And a little whiskey, pull it out and drink up. Seventh world. Oh my god! I just noticed. Turn on my evil lighting. His Jason's sword looks just like Brock Lesnar's chest tattoo. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Totally does. I'm going to have to stop making fun of that stupid-ass fucking tattoo. Well, as we all know, Ice Pirates uh, inspired WWE. Heavily influenced on WWE and uh, Brock Lesnar. Choices. (laughs) Stylistically? Yeah, stylistically. Big influence. What is the hat that Perry, Percy, the robot, is wearing? Oh, I didn't catch it. I'll have to... Oh, here we go. We're in the time warp. Things are speeding up. Everybody is aging at a rate that, you know, it doesn't really matter. They're just aging super fast. Yeah. It's happening very quickly. They defined it. I don't remember what it is. It was like 48 hours every minute or something. That seems ridiculous, but you're probably not We're watching Ice Pirates. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) I really like these painted up, like... I guess these are the Super Saiyan robots. I guess they're more like more of an upgrade. I don't know, or maybe that's just the livery of the Templars. Like these are no, specifically yeah. the be. Templar bots. Like they're the special branding. All right, and I, I would just like to throw out there that I used Super Saiyan despite uh, having no real knowledge of or 
like of Dragon Ball Z. Mm, that'd be the next Fair. power up level. Oh, Bruce launches. Bruce got his robot body cobbled together. Robot body. I like that they're like different pieces. Yeah. Like it's a little mismatched. Oh, and here uh, the princess is having thing. some uh, morning sickness. Two and a half minutes in, and, and <laughs> I like that the robot body is. Uh, let's let's just say built to accommodate Bruce Valange. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> Maybe that's why Indeed. all the robots are built like this, because they're like, we've got to end up in this position. <laughs> so for the for the listeners, what if you're not watching, which I don't understand why you wouldn't watch while we're doing this, uh, in this scene, every few seconds, there's a speed up to let you know the time is Hurrying by, <laughs> and it works. Well, it works a little better than the earlier speed ups because in this instance, it you know time is passing for everyone in exactly, this one, yeah, as yeah. opposed to it just being a sped up robot kung fu fight, right? Because robots with, with Roscoe for some reason like moving super fast. Right, you can't fight quickly in those suits, so. right? It never seems like he ages. Is it because he's ahead? Could be. Oh, interesting point. I don't know what ha- I can't even remember what happens to him, and we just watched this. An hour and a half. I think, yeah. <laughs> he I think pretty soon they just stop showing him. Like, yeah, he just disappears from the story, doesn't he? Yeah. The yeah. space donkeys are all grown up. Oh, they are pigs. And Look at them. They grow in the full pigs. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, he's hat? got a chef hat, right? Oh, and he he's got the space herpes. Percy. You know what I think might have been a missed opportunity is having like a gigantic space herpy like show oh, up. That would be awesome. Tunnel through the games. Yeah, but maybe that wasn't in the budget. And here, here is the line of the movie. Big surprise, Daddy. Well, no, wait. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not mine. I know, we were just knocking boots a few minutes ago. Oh, and then in a particularly sweet moment, that is uh, the first thing my son did to me. I was about to ask if uh, yeah, peed right in my face. I, I, I went over. Dad. I went over to the little <laughs> clear storage bin that they yeah. put them in after they're cleaned up, and uh, leaned over and looked and just peed right in my beard. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now, reason eight million. I'm glad I'm not a dad. <laughs> I, I, I've got to say, a little beard pee. Uh, Goes a long way. Well, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. But it is uh, the the small price has been more than made up for since then. I think Angelica Houston is my favorite character in this movie. She's badass. Do we? I don't remember seeing old her either. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No. Do they? Oh, okay. I I don't know. It starts getting so. But he yeah, it's pretty chaotic. Maybe he. Maybe that was it for him. Maybe his robo crotch just got. Whoa! Those ships are like doing it. Hey, you want to go to the zoo and watch the ships do it? <laughs> <laughs> the space zoo. Okay, there's Jason's kid. Her hair is grow- She's straight growing. Straight Rapunzel at this oh, point. Oh, right? and here's where it gets dark. Yes. Oh, Nanny. Tissues? Anybody? Nanny is just a straight up oh. skeleton. And it takes no. her a moment. She keeps talking to the skeleton, even though it's a skeleton. This is awesome. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. So the hair has it. gotten insane. The ball caps have gotten terrible. Yes. Yeah, that moment's coming up here. And Ron Perlman really looks regrettable. like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Which, I mean, you know, 
I mean, he might have been Buford's doing a little victory dance. I can't remember. Somebody... There was a discussion recently about who played Harry, and it was somebody significant that, that had done other things that I was like, no shit. But it wasn't wrong. Doug Jones? No, it wasn't Doug Jones. <laughs> Kate Hodder? Tom Jones? That was it. It wasn't Tom Jones? No, it wasn't Tom Jones. Not unusual to be loved, the abominable snowman. Was it What's Alex new? Jones? What's new, kitty cat? Yes, I know it's Pussycat. I'm making another Kitties reference. I want to get as many in as I can because that was pretty fucking funny. That was pretty fucking funny. That was funny. So we seem to be at that point where we're winding down faster than the movie is. <laughs> uh, Are we going to make it to the big rescue? I, I mean, I, well, there's or the bad really bald bad, cat. Oh, Maybe the bad so bald cat bad. can keep us going. That's yeah. so oh, It's so It really is. Like it's, average, it's, we only have another couple minutes until the big rescue. Well, and it's surprising because, you know, say what you will about everything else in the movie, the ladder, the clipboard, whatever... It is kind of surprising that bulb cap slipped past because everything else looks pretty good. Yeah, right. Like he looks awesome. Yeah, he looks yes. cooler. He's but like uh, he's like space low pan. Yeah, he is totally. Oh my god, Ross Kelly's hair. Santa fro. It's crazy. That's wonderful. <laughs> and I guess this they is just it. got an old man to blame. Uh, here he is. Here I come, Dad. It's me, Dad. I'm gonna just waste <laughs> this water. <laughs> and she Which, looks that, like that uh, block of ice that looked. She just got her hair caught on that morning star, yeah, and I feel like that just happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And they just were like, oh, that's funny, and why not leave it in? And also, she looks like Billy Crystal's wife from The Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fire! Who was Carol Kane. Carol Kane. And now we're getting now, a weird flash, back, flash forward. Right, because I, I remember being terribly upset by that in when I was watching it as a kid because they're aging and I thought, well shit, they're all gonna die. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. And it's being so relieved when they're like, we came through it. Like I, I was really invested in these characters when I was yeah. you know, ten or whatever. Nah, they're one degree off the course. Step forever on your time works. Bruce Blanche is bad. So it wasn't it, well, and that's that's a good point. It wasn't really necessary to show everybody aging or what happened to everybody because right. they did come out on the other side and they're all back to normal. Yeah. So it, 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 we didn't need to use our effects budget on on some of the ancillary characters. Now, according to the trivia, don't hug Bruce Valanche. He's a terrible person. <laughs> they the, the they find the new world and it's a, like we should have gotten hints that the new world is Earth. Oh. I mean, obviously, well, it, when you look at it, yeah, now, like, I didn't yeah, think about that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, apparently that that was so. Battlestar Galactica also totally yeah. ripped off Ice Pirates. Yes. Yeah. Now, is that was that an element from? And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Battlestar, yeah. was that an element from the original Battlestar Galactica? Oh, no, God. I don't think so. I can't, okay. Yeah, I don't I, remember at all. I, yeah, I, I mean, I saw that when I was a kid and have tried to watch it, and it's not very good. Well, I'm not gonna say it's not very good, but it's of I'll its, say it. It's, it's not very good. <laughs> it's strongly <laughs> of its time. Sure. Uh, yeah. And they're uh, Angelica Houston and uh, dude are getting off. Okay, yeah. so yeah, 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 then freeze and we're done. Yeah, we're we're yeah, pirates. We get our titles. So they're at Earth now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, or our credits are. And now they're gonna fuck up Earth. 
Yeah, yeah they're gonna right. ruin it. This is the story of humanity. This is the future of humanity right here, what we're looking at. This is all a precursor to humanity. It is. Ian Abercrombie played Jaime. Interesting. Uh, so, guys. I don't know who, which one was Jaime or... I don't yeah. know. Okay. I know the name Ian Abercrombie. That's the only reason I said it, but I can't yeah. think of what he's done. Uh, Rich, how do you feel about Ice Pirates? I liked it. I'm sad that I didn't see it when I was a kid. I probably would have liked it more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, mean, I feel the same way. I feel like yeah. young young Arian would have enjoyed this movie a lot. And I feel like I missed out. And well, and it's definitely like it's fun, but obviously I have no like I can't judge it purely on watching it right now because I've yeah. got the nostalgia attached yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's still a fun, like pretty awesome movie. No, it is. Like. Unlike a lot of these movies, like this movie has really good, like strong pacing, and there's always cool shit happening. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you never get bored. We yeah, watched sure. it twice, and I never got bored. Like I was like, you know, we watched it back to back, and like the entire time, I'm like, oh, that's so cool! I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good point. There are a lot of movies of the era that that just kind of drag in the middle. Yeah, and. and Lots of exposition that's that's sort of standing around talking rather than doing things. Yeah, and this didn't suffer from that. Like they're, they're constantly changing environments and and moving along. It's it's solid. They did a great job yeah. with it. And here are the wonderful half naked space Amazon. I mean, especially again. with their you know dramatically cut budget. I mean, they fucking knocked it out of the park in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, and for what it it absolutely holds up for what it is. Yeah, like if you don't go in expecting it to be. Anything more than just an, a fun space comedy from the '80s, then it absolutely is just completely rewatchable. Yeah, well, and we'll probably far. You know, if you go in expecting it just to be some silly, you know, garbage comedy, it's going to far surpass your expectations. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, I honestly, just by the name of the poster alone, I thought it was going to be like fucking terrible. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I really, yeah. really yeah. liked it. All right, so like, let's, this is one I'm going to buy. Let's uh, let's go around now and. I'm gonna, we're going to have an interesting way of scoring this movie. Okay. Uh, if and when Shout Factory or some other, you know, quality home video company does a super deluxe Blu-ray edition, if it comes out and it's twenty bucks, Rich, do you buy it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ryan, absolutely. I for sure, obviously. Yeah. Uh, if I bought Blu-rays, then I would buy it. Arian, I don't buy things, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm would the, you be I'm, as likely to buy it as you would anything else? Nah, because like I do buy some things. Like I bought the Shout Factory Army of Darkness mm-hmm. uh, nice. Blu-ray, and I like I bought a few other things. Bought Force Awakens on Blu-ray. I'll probably buy Rogue One on Blu-ray. But it's unusual for you to. Yeah, it's very. You're, you're not a movie like, collector. No, no, I'm like the only like the only form of physical media that I actually like having. Anymore as books. Now we'll let's say because we're obviously moving towards digital downloads yeah. being the thing, uh, but we're not. As far as I'm concerned, we're not there yet because until you get a digital download package yeah. that has all the special features, commentaries, and everything yeah, available sure. on Blu-ray, I don't give a shit. Uh, once we get to that point, is this one you're adding to your library? Nah, probably not. Okay, like uh, it's something that I would like stream and show people who haven't seen it before. For right, sure. But, like, as far as, like, spending, I would probably even rent it for five bucks. Mm. But I'm notoriously, like, as far as, like, owning stuff. Nah, you just don't feel that need. Just don't feel that need. That's, but and you, you know, know what? this about me. Right. And you know that's, 
Not, Not how I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go back that's, around that's now. That's the dichotomy. And uh, tell us what you're up to and where we can find you online. Uh, I am uh, currently up to a fat load of nothing. <laughs> you can find me doing said fat load of nothing at, at such a lazy man, all one word, on the Twitters and the Instagrams. And uh, yeah, there you go. Ranger, you've got a little longer list than that. Yeah, uh, so Twitter, Instagram at the Red Ranger. I'm at the RedRanger.com, the RadCast.SimpleCast.com. Uh, we'll be having an episode about the movie Rad, how the Red Ranger got rad, Ugh. coming out soon uh, with Ryan if he decides to, he can make it through the movie. Yeah. Well, it's uh, going to depend a lot on how long you take to do this. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Ryan, <laughs> yeah. what, what are you up to? Where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Red Ranger, like, what Red Ranger is, our, is our little misery pouch. He's <laughs> the Jerry of the, the group. <laughs> Jerry Gergich. Jerry Gergich. Anyways, oh. oh no, are you, you're not, oh. I am. <laughs> The realization oh, no. just hit. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm Anyways. Fine with that because I'm using my hand up with a hot model wife. There That's you go. That's true, yeah. There you go. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Um, you can find me. Uh, just look, look up the cast creatures on anywhere. YouTube. We have cool music videos. Uh, we're about, about to be playing tons of shows. We're going to be playing at the Earl on the, uh, let's see, the 22nd. We'll be playing the Earl with the Coffin Cats, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then uh, the 24th, we're playing the 529 with Black Cat Attack, who's an amazing band, if you've never checked them out. Like, they're, like, thrash, horror punk with a female vocal, uh, you know, and they're, they're awesome. So, uh, yeah, that shows, podcasting, all that stuff, you know. Gonna and be doing February, some... you got a show at Mule Camp. Yeah, yeah, we're playing with Del Jepson and the Nighthawks. So yeah, that's I've heard good things about them. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty excited, man. I'm pretty honored. There's yeah. a lot of buzz around Dale Jepson. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So It'll be yeah. their first uh, Georgia show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's a big honor to be on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. And uh, finally, Rich, I know you've got a, a number of online irons in the fire, so to speak. Yeah, the main one is ESO Pro. Um, I round table. <laughs> so, <laughs> with, with an intro theme song by... That, that is, right, yeah, that by the Casket Creatures. Yep. It's great. It's our one of our favorite parts of the show. But it's a it, if you like wrestling, you should check it out. We have interviews with AJ Styles. We interviewed Jay Lethal last month, so we've got some really cool stuff there. And just talk talk about wrestling. Well, you can find that at esopodcast.com along with all of the other ESO Network shows. All right, guys, thanks for showing up in the Phantom Zone and watching uh, one of my uh, sentimental favorites, Ice Pirates. Yeah, fun times. That was great. I love that movie, and I love needless commentaries. I hope you guys are enjoying them because it's it's a whole lot of fun to actually get everybody together in one room and watch a, a classic movie, and I love Ice Pirates. So, fellas and ladies and... Uh, confused people, maybe, as well. Go to supportphantom.com, go to needlessthingsite.com, click on the Amazon link, go to jolanta.org. Does that cover everything that I talked about this week? I think it does. What I would like for you to do is, if you are a creator of toys, movies, music, pop culture, if you know somebody who is a creator of toys, movies, music, pop culture, 
please contact me at phantomtroublemaker at gmail.com or on Facebook as L Phantasmus with a PH. Uh, please, uh, just a PH, not a PhD, please. Come on. Uh, a PhD, a PhD in dorkery. Uh, I'm gonna have to work a joke into that uh, when I'm not just thinking of it off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, contact me and let me know that you would like to come on the show and talk about the thing that you do or the thing that your friend does or whatever the case may be. Uh, we have a whole year of fresh, new, needless things podcast ahead of us, and I've got actually I've got some stuff laid out uh, for the whole year because I sat down the other night and made a schedule of things that I knew I wanted to happen at certain times. But there are plenty of empty spaces uh, where you could book your own needless things podcast to talk about the thing that you do. So that's phantom troublemaker at gmail.com or L phantasmus with a pH on Facebook. Uh, that's, that's phantasmus with a pH, not Facebook with a pH, uh, which, you know, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the needless things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, downcast, or in the ears of a trader VIX employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.